Bloody Elbow presents the MMA Bunker. Pull down the blinds and encrypt your comms. Our fearless leader is on lockdown and back in his bunker after a long hiatus. He's providing his thoughts on the UFC, the state of MMA business, incriminating rumors, and the latest spicy headlines. Complete with the MMA tete-a-tete, featuring interviews with guests from the MMA community. Pay Bloody Elbow Podcast Substack subscribers will hear bonus content if available at the end of the broadcast. Be sure to subscribe at bloodyelbow.substack.com for our newsletter and at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com for our podcast network. Follow us on Twitter at Bloody Elbow, Facebook at facebook.com slash bloodyelbowblog, and as always on bloodyelbow.com. Thanks for listening. Here's your host, Kid Nate Wilcox. Hola, cage fighting connoisseurs. It's Kid Nate locked in the MMA bunker once again. The blinds are down. The doors are locked. The Remington 850 legally short 22-inch shotgun is leaning against the door. One load of buckshot. I mean salt. Next round, 12 gauge. So here we go. It's been quite a week. I've been writing open letters to the MMA JA. For those of you who don't know what it is, Nobody else does either. It's the Mixed Martial Arts Journalist Association or Journalism Association or something. It was founded in the aftermath of my esteemed colleague, former colleague, Ariel Hawani, having to reveal that he was taking checks directly from the UFC while he was presented on camera as an ESPN reporter. This is ipso facto the biggest possible ethical violation of journalistic rules you could make. And even a graduate of the Syracuse Journalism School knows this. Anyway, the MMAJA was formed. I can't go into the details. I don't really know much, but I believe that there was some help from a certain corporation I'm not allowed to discuss uh, helping set up this thing. And it's basically been a sleepy little windblown thing. They've had a couple of elections. Josh Gross was dug up from Sherdog to preside over it, but they don't do shit. They barely send out emails. And then this chick from fan-sided, woman reporter, excuse me for the sexist slur there, Amy Kaplan took $100 from Dana White on camera in front of everybody, triggering an MMAJA ethical meltdown. Oh my God, somebody took money from Dana on camera. A guy from the New York Post was very curious about this. He wanted to name names. Initially, uh, who reported this first? The the dude who reported it first didn't report the name, which is just a classic MMA journalist thing to do. They're going to tattle that uh, somebody took $100 from Dana, but they're not going to do the reporting so people can actually know who the person was. Yes, that was uh, Aaron Bronstetter of TSN. He said, Dana gives a media member $100 for successfully guessing that Henry Cejudo called him and offered to fight O'Malley in August. White says Sterling is one of those guys who can't get out of his own way. But White says the fight with Sterling and O'Malley is on. That was the whole tweet. So Bronstetter felt it was newsworthy, but he didn't feel compelled to name names. That serves no journalistic function. <laughs> you're, you're, you're just covering for the, if you think that's a bad thing to do, you're covering for it. And Amy, to her credit, once uh, New York Post Scott, reporter Scott Fantana tweeted, you know, which media member took a Benjamin from Dana? Out yourself. And Amy Kaplan stepped up. I'm proud of her for this. She said, it was me. I'm the quote media member. And then 
you know, kerfuffle ensues and the MMA JA email list, which somehow I'm getting again. I thought I had quit in anger years ago um, because they serve no function. I, I'm sorry. They just don't do jack. But I'm getting the emails and these people were hand wringing and upset and tut tutting and condemning Amy Kaplan. And all of them were talking about, oh, first day in journalism school, we learn we don't do this. So I went to Twitter and said, hey, y'all. I'd happily take a hundred bucks from Dana White in public. I don't think I'd do it while it's flies unzipped, but that's just a you know personal thing. But it's I don't think it's a violation of journalistic ethics because as long as you disclose, the readers know what you're doing. And then it's cool. Nobody is unbiased. There's a guy, Jay Rosen, who's a professor at the New York University Journalism School. And I'm pretty sure nobody in the MMAJA went to NYU, okay, or Columbia. Not that these, you know, not that I'm all into the Ivy League and the and the credentialism of of elite institutions. God knows we've seen American elite institutions fail over and over again. But I do think Jay Rosen is a really really smart guy. He's been doing insightful, innovative work on journalistic ethics since the '90s. And I bet you nobody at Syracuse journalism school is teaching his work. But he's got a theory called the view from nowhere. And that's essentially the ideal that the New York Times, Washington Post, mainstream media, et cetera, put up on a pedestal, which is the idea that their reporters are so objective and so free of the taint of bias that they can then report as if they are telling the definitive truth once and for all. Well, Jay Rosen points out that that's bullshit, that everybody has a perspective. Everybody has an interest. The New York Times has business interests. They have conflicts. The Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos. They have tons of interests and conflicts. There's no such thing as objective reporting. The best we can do is be honest about who we are and what our conflicts of interest are. So that's why I said, hey, man, I'll happily take $100 from Dana White. To access the bonus content of this show, you must be a paid subscriber. To do that, go to bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com and subscribe today. Thank you for tuning in to this Bloody Elbow Podcast Network production. Subscribe at bloodyelbowpodcast.substack.com. Give us your email and receive notifications when your favorite shows drop straight into your inbox. We're also found on a wide variety of podcast outlets, including SoundCloud, Apple Podcasts, iTunes, Spotify, Amazon Music, Audible, iHeartRadio, SiriusXM, Pandora, TuneIn Radio, Overcast, Google Podcasts, MusicBee, RSS Radio, IMDb, and now also found in your app store on apps such as Downcast, the podcast app, iCatcher, Podcruncher, Podbean, and more. Just search for Bloody Elbow Podcast and you will get brand new shows throughout the week, including the Care Don't Care Podcast, the Level Change Podcast, the Hey Not The Face Podcast, the MMA Vivisection Main Card and Prelims UFC Preview Shows, the Sixth Round Post Fight Show, Crooklyn's Corner, the Sixth Round Retro, the Show Money Podcast, the MMA Depressed Us, exclusive fighter interviews, and the return of the MMA Bunker.